In your own time. Oh, sorry. Hello and welcome to the Life Laundry Podcast. I'm Gemma. I'm Chippy. I forgot. I forgot what I was doing. Well, I've discombobulated Gemma by that she's a strict woman of um Yeah, I don't like small organization. I don't know if anyone knows this about Gemma. She's she's scheduled to within an inch of her life. It might be spontaneous and Chippy's just pounced on me with spontaneity. Well, because I'm having a day. I'm having a day and I thought if I say to Gemma I can't record today, she'll be fine. She'll be like, that's fine. But I want to get this done. So here we are. What was that? Just just drop me lip gloss. I feel like I should be painting my nails for this, but I think that ship has sailed. Um, Do you have tea? Do you have tea to spill? I have tea to spill. It's more like drama to spill. Oh, okay. Um, you might remember, Gemma, from last week, the mm. incident with the police stopping me about my insurance. Oh, yes. All of that. Um, and I remembered the last time I'd claimed on my insurance. The last time I'd claimed on my car insurance was when I was 22. I'm 39 now. When I was 22 and living in London, someone broke into my car. I hope none of the laundrettes have a a little crime sideline because this might give them ideas. But a one way to break into an old car, if you're if you're tough, is to put your knee against the door under the window, and then you just bend it round. Hold on, your knee under the door, next to the window. Under the window, in the middle of the door, under the window. Oh, well, how are you getting your fingers in? Where there's a rim, where the yeah. door goes to the car, you could put your fingers in there, and then you just bend it off. Now, obviously, oh, what are we? What the Hulk? What the- that's how they used to get into my car. Anyway, they used to get into my car. They'd steal my fucking CDs, Gemma. Oh, because that's how good my collection was. Anyway, <laughs> that's the last time I claimed on my insurance. Yeah. Then I get stopped by the police for driving with no insurance, and we all said better this way than with a crash. Yeah. Yeah. Guess what happened yesterday, Gemma? Yeah, I had a crash. Uh, you, you, what the fuck? My, I crashed my car. Where? I, are, you, are you okay? We're fine. We were turning. There's a road. We, say we. we were you in the car with the kids? I was in a car with Joe and one of my children, my eldest. Uh, um, because I've been driving all day, I have one of those mum days where you're literally like, oh, I'm dropping you off there. I'm picking you up there. I'm uh-huh. dropping you off there. I'm, I need a pee. No one cares. That hasn't been factored into your schedule. <laughs> And so for a change of scene, I went back a different route. And I was turning off right off this road. That's quite a busy road. Yeah. It's turning right. Mm-hmm. Some guy, very nice man, thought I was turning left. I was indicating right. So went to overtake me as I turned. Why? Why couldn't he have just waited? Like- Luckily, I looked in my wing mirror as I started to make the turn and so swerved left. Otherwise he'd have T-boned me on my side. So luckily it's the back driver's side light of my car is gone. The whole front of his car is fucked. But if I hadn't looked in my mirror, I'd have been sideways on and he would have smashed into the side of me, which would have 
probably not been too bad because he had slowed down, but I, I would have probably had some form of like injury. So I then pulled off. Ned, my eldest, was in the back and was really like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. And thank you. Oh, my God, new cleaner started today and I literally want to lick her face. <laughs> she's she's amazing. I love her. I pulled off and he pulled in behind me and Joe was there. And so I was like, Joe, you need to get out and speak to him while I calm Ned down. And I thought oh, he's gonna. It's it, the chances are he's gonna. It's gonna be. He's gonna say it's my fault because you know what it's like as a woman driver. Yeah. He was driving a BMW four by four, and I thought, oh, he's gonna just get out and be like, she didn't indicate or she didn't. Blah, blah, blah. And I do that drive all the time, and I know I was indicating anyway. And I get out. And he was just like, are you okay? Is your little boy okay? Joe was like, I'm going to text you my number. It didn't come through. So I was like, Joe, just drop call him. He, This man was like, I don't know how to do that. What's so when you miss call someone, when you're oh. sitting in front of them and that's how they get your number, right, and they do it, men will be like, if you meet men in a pub and they're like, oh, give me your number and you're trying to get out of it, they'll be like, oh, just give me a missed call. Don't do it. Don't owe anyone your number. Anyway. Um, and he was like, oh, I don't know how to save it now. So he gave me his phone. Do you know what I mean? He was like, save it on the, and we helped put his bumper back on. And then he was like, I don't think my car's drivable. And so I said, you know, just follow me down the road a little bit and we'll see. And if it's not drivable, we'll pull over somewhere safer and then we'll drop you home and stuff. So we were all being really nice to each other. But as I said to Joe, what if the police had not stopped me two weeks ago mm. and I'd had all that horrible drama? I would now be phoning direct line to say I'd had a car crash and they'd be saying, you're not insured. What would the fuck would I have done? Well, then I woke up this morning to a text message from his insurer saying he's accepted full responsibility. We're going to send you a courtesy car. We're paying for everything. Don't you worry which was very nice and he was lovely. But also Joe phoned him last night to confirm his license number. And he said, oh, I was really worried about your little boy. How old is he? And Joe said 10. And he went, my granddaughter who lives with us is 10. She's lived with us since my daughter died. And then I was like, oh my God, it's the universe sending me. So I've had to stop myself there. Otherwise, I'm going to be messaging him being like, does she want to come over and play? Anyway, <laughs> for all the horror of the police drama and having never crashed my car in all, that, in all those years, what are the chances that 10 days after that happens, I crashed my car? Well, not very high. Yeah. Isn't that a bit weird? Do you think it's a bit weird? Yeah, I think so. I think I think maybe the universe was trying to protect you from a bigger problem. Yeah, I just find it odd that I've driven around fully insured without a thought and then have all that horrible experience with the police. 
And then, I, I mean, I did feel bad phoning up my insurers and be like, it's me. I'm the problem. It's me. Yeah. In this case, I'm not the problem. It's not me. Um, but also I was just like, how nice that he was worried about us. We were worried about him. We followed him home to make sure that he got home okay because his car was in a lot worse nick than ours. And his wheels were slightly out. So, you know, that thing of like, so I just wanted to make sure he got home okay. But yeah, that's my drama. But it also means that now the Kirsty car isn't getting here till tomorrow. I can't drive my car in the dark. My kid's got a school play tonight. Oh. So I've got to try and organise how to get him there, get him back. I'm doing a fair with my stationary stuff tonight. So I've got to get all my stock there before dark and then just carry it down the hill. I've got an update. Oh. Um, my solar lights are shit. Mm. I was so... Night one, it was like Blackpool illuminations in our house. It looked... It looks amazing, right? It looks so good. And even yeah. the kids are like, and I'm like, hacked it. I've actually hacked the system. Yeah. Night two, one hour of amazingness. And then, ooh. Yeah. Nothing. I'm really, really disproportionately disappointed. No, I don't know how solar-powered lights work. But I think if it's anything to do with UVB, we just don't really have very much in this country between October and March. I don't know. I don't know about all the different UVs. Well, so, I'm Emma, so I'm telling you, I mean, they're my sister. I tried. I gave it a go. And, I, and you know, if any of the laundrettes were waiting to see the outcome, don't bother. It was shit. So, um, Have you left a comment uh, on Amazon? Pardon? Have you left a comment on Amazon? No, because I don't think it's their fault necessarily because all the other, it had really good reviews, but all the other reviews were from the summer. And people were like lighting up their gazebos and... Yeah, you see, I think when the summer's here, the UVB is just so much stronger. I don't think we get it. Well, that's a disappointment. What a week, Gemma. What a week we've had. Um, And yeah, and also, can I just say... Is it walking two dogs a little bit more challenging than walking one when you're Probably on your own? How on earth the fuck do you walk three? Do you have, Chippy, a double lead or do you go for separate leads? I have separate leads. I do have a double lead for when I just had two terriers, but Mouse is the most sedate walker and she's the oldest. So then when I got Loki, I got a double lead, but Loki oh. is a bit bigger than mouse loki is frighteningly strong anyone who's got a patterdale terrier will understand they're, they're the next level of strength and she just hated it like sometimes they'd be fine but he was a puppy and he was stronger than her so quite often she'd just be dragged into a hedge that he was going to look at and she didn't appreciate that so probably now they'd be fine on a double lead but because there's such a dramatic size difference, Mouse just didn't. I mean, Mouse is one of those dogs who could be off the lead all the time if she gave a shit about roads, but she doesn't. She's like, I'm the queen of the castle. I'm just going to saunter into the middle of the road. Eddie does that. He wow. pulls in, Eddie pulls into the road. Dogs will pull into the road. I don't Why? know what this is. Mal, uh, Magda 
wants to, if a car goes past, she like leaps after it. Dave's chasing a lorry. I'm like, the reason why you're here is because of lorries. You stay close to me. It's such a weird, especially as like Mouse is the most, and the same with Eddie, like Loki wants to kill everything. Magda's got no brain. Fine. Mouse is terrified of most things and wants to be with people, likes the quiet life, but then is dragging me into the centre of the road. It just doesn't work. But the other day, I did think, I did think, oh, I wonder where the double lead is. I actually think Magda and Loki might be quite good on the double lead. It definitely helps because having three leads is a pain in the ass. Do you know what I have got that's really helpful? For Magda, I think they're called something like police training leads. But for Magda, I've got a leather one that, yeah, goes across your body. It's got lots of different clips on it. So you can either have it as a normal lead or you can tie it around your body. Mm -hmm. And so that means because she's big, she doesn't pull so much. Yeah, okay. I might get a double. Let's see what I can get. Hold on. Yeah, because you can just get um, the one I've got isn't fancy. It's literally just a nylon thing with two clips at the end and a D-ring in the middle. So it's not expensive. And if you don't like it, then um, you could still have your two separate leads. It doesn't, do you know what I mean? It's not like buying a whole fancy. Oh, I see. Thing. Okay. You can clip your normal lead onto the D-ring of the, but I think yours would be fine because Eddie is bigger. Yeah. Currently and stronger but he's sedate. Hmm. Rocky's not going to be able to pull him into a bush. Um, I've got two tales that I have to tell. The first one um, is quite sad. So um, on Sunday, we had the local light switch on and Tom was helping at the event. And um, so we all went along and it was just raining and it was miserable and it was horrible. Um, and they, we have a cat cafe in our nearest town. Right? Yeah. <laughs> it's the most bizarre thing, right? <laughs> when I first said, anyway, we walked past the cat cafe and we took Rocky and Eddie because we thought it'd be nice just to take them along. And they were both really well behaved. And you I just took dogs into the cat cafe. No, 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 to the event. Oh, okay. Yeah. So we had to walk past the cat cafe and oh, it's like oh, big window so you can see in. And it's just fascinating. Anyway. Me and Ben just came to a certain standstill. And I'm like, that's Milo. It wasn't. Spoiler alert, it wasn't Milo. But Ben thought exactly the same thing. We both just went. <gasps> it's so yeah. weird. I had that literally, I mean, maybe I told the laundrettes about it, about six months ago, driving to school. And I drove past where there's a, a stables and my horse who I saw last saw dead when I was 15, was leaning over the gate into the road. And oh, I literally did an emergency stop because I was like, I had that certainty that it was him. Yeah, well, I'm getting emotional now thinking about it. I'm like, that's Milo. Could anyone else see it? And my Mike's like, yeah, that cat, it, it looks like Milo. So I had this thing and I'm like, did the vet actually check his microchip? I mean, I know Milo is yeah. dead. I rationally know he's dead. I'm pretty can, but no one has categorically proven. Categor categorically. 
We've all just assumed, or have we? Or did the vet just check? Have we just... What? So I just stood In my head, I was like, there's absolutely no way my horse could be alive now anyway. So that put that to bed. But yeah. We must have stood there for about four minutes. Was he cremated? Yeah. So they would have got his chip. You could look in the in the. No thanks. And, and, and uh, yes, yeah, so I just said that, and the tears were just pouring down my face. Ben's crying. I'm crying. Mike's like, "Oh, for God's sake!" We've got two dogs staring in the windows, at the, and they yeah. haven't realised. Both would go absolutely insane. So now I have to make an appointment because my brain will not settle. I have to make an appointment to go to the cat cafe, and I have to find out. For sure, whether that, I know it isn't, but I need to put my brain at rest. I is it a boy cat? cat? The easiest solution to this would be if you go in and it's a girl cat. Yes, no, yes, uh, or like say to the lady, I'm not going to reveal why Jenny, I'm really but of course, you, of course you're going to reveal it. Have you, do you, have you got no self-awareness? You're going to go in there within about, mm, let's say 47 seconds, you're going to be crying in Northern. It looks like Milo you'll say and then before I know it you'll be like I've, I've now I'm volunteering at the cat cafe <laughs> I have to see Milo every day <laughs> um, anyway so that's the sad story and then the other story so same night we went they had like a little fair thing and um we were, there was it was pissing down with rain and it was just bloody miserable um Ben wanted to go on one of the rides which was the most popular ride at the fair of course bloody kid and Johnny had just been on the bolsters with him and Johnny was like if I go on another ride I will throw up Mike can't go on rides like that because he comes off dizzy so it was like down to me so we queue up me and Ben and as the um shine it was I mean it was in many ways because there was two entrances right and a big crowd and a lot of teenagers at night Right. Yeah. So me and Ben are at the front. They opened two entrances, and there was just this big surge. Ben stacked it, fell over the step, and almost got trampled. Right. So as I'm picking him up, yeah. Bear in mind, we must have been queuing for about twenty minutes to go right. All the seats were taken. No. Well. Well. Oh, she's not having that. I actually heard Mike because Mike was stood behind the barrier. Go. Oh God. <laughs> just spinning around I've got a little boy here (laughs) so the guy but it wasn't just me there was a lady who was also with her family she started it first right so she goes excuse me we've tried to get on this ride three times and every single time there's a surge of teenagers and we just don't get a seat and I'm like it's my in it's my in so I'm like, yeah, and and me and, and my little boy, he's only seven. He just he just got um tram- almost trampled, and that's 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 dangerous, isn't it? Health and safety, health and safety. I didn't quite, I didn't quite say that, and I'm like, it's it's not. Look, he's crying. Ben's not crying, and I'm like, bang, bang, bang. you're crying, aren't you, Ben? He's I'm crying, poking in the eye. Fine, like that, and I, I'm like, I'm not queuing again. I'm getting on this ride. Anyway. The guy goes, oh, I'm really sorry. That's really bad. Why don't you come over here to the the the, the little hook thing and then when it finishes you can get on the next one I was I was happy with that that was fine I was like thank you very much so we went to the little hook thing and we were waiting diligently but this wasn't enough for the lady who'd started the thing oh no 
She then started to go into health and safety, this, that, and the other, shouting, blah, I will get your license removed. I know so-and-so at the council, this, that. It was going off. Meanwhile, everyone sat on the ride is just getting piss wet through because it's raining. And there's people going, hello, and we're getting wet. Like, <laughs> and then, like, I'm retracting. I'm not with her. In, in, yeah, I, 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 I want to be, um, I don't want to be part of this narrative. I want to be excluded from this narrative. Thank you. And then over here, these other, other teenagers who were just causing trouble got thrown off the ride because they were trying to stay on for a double ride, which obviously is, is not etiquette. Not, okay. So the guy said, trying to shut up the lady who was giving it all this, do you want to get on here? And she was like, oh, yes, thank you. So she then she realised there was only space for two. She was a family of four. So she said to me, would you and your little boy like to go? And I was like, are you sure? Thank you very much. So we end up getting on the ride, right? She would not stop. <gasps> she was, mind well, we're all still waiting. I absolutely wet through. At this point, I am wet through to my bra, my eye underwear, right? Um, she gets thrown off the ride and thrown out the front door. That's the thing. She There's pushed a- it. There's she pushed a it. fine line between... <laughs> and, you know, like, everyone was excited and it was the most low-key ride. Everyone was just, like, going around, like... Mm-hmm. Our fun <laughs> left everybody thrown out. Did Ben like it? Um, ben, um, at one point, it, it went a bit fast, was screaming, and I thought he was having fun. And I looked at him and he thought he was going to slip. He wasn't, he was perfectly safe, but he thought he was going to slip underneath the barrier. So he, I don't think he had the best time. <laughs> um, my mum is very much old school British, stiff upper lip. Get on and do it. And she, we had a local fair where we lived in London that would come all the fucking time. I used to call it the money suck. And they had the kids' caterpillar roller coaster. Do you know the one I mean? Ooh, gentle, but it's in a caterpillar. Woo. Anyway, Ned loved this and he would go on with my mum. And when I was really heavily pregnant with Jack, so it must have been about April and I was due in July and April, May, it was sunny. Jim's in a pram. Jim's just under two. And my mum was like, let's get Jim. Let's get Jim on. And I said, I don't think that's a good idea. Jim's not going to. Jim's not going to like that at all. She's like, no, don't be so silly. He'll love it. It's a caterpillar. So it's just very slow. Anyway, so I was like, fine. We're the only people there. So in she gets with Ned on one side, Jim on the other. Off it goes. And Jim just starts wailing. And I could just see my mum being like, oh, no, Jim, it's fine. Jim's like, <laughs> I cannot stop laughing enough the guy I'm filming it because it's so hilarious the man is like do I need to stop the ride and I was like no carry on carry on he's made a bed Let yes, he's made a bed he's fine like he's gonna be absolutely fine but it was the best honestly you know that stage in pregnancy where everyone is annoying yeah. especially like third child like your muscles aren't working like they used to everything's just a bit shit I remember being like my body being like no fourth baby for you, thanks. We won't be able to hold it in or you up. Everything's around the wrong way. And I just, it was like the best two minutes. Just like, you know how normally it's the opposite. You're like, oh no, he's not going to take that well. And then they're like angelic. 
yeah. and you like an idiot. Oh no, he doesn't like this. Oh, but he was loving it. This yeah. was like, don't do it. He'll wail. And then just the fairground was just filled with Jim. He doesn't hold back. He's not a shy child. With my mum there, just watching her trying to console him whilst going over these gentle bumps in a caterpillar. Honestly, I can't recommend it enough. I might share the video with the laundrettes. That's so funny. Okay, what's been your positive of the week? My positive of the week was, um, shall I tell you something weird? I try not to be superstitious. I do salute magpies. Hmm. But I try not to be superstitious. But... Ever since the police incident, I have been waiting for the third thing. And if someone who comes to me for coaching said, I'm waiting for the third thing, I'd be like, you're manifesting the third thing. Things don't happen in threes. That's a nonsense. But Joe stood in the middle of the road well, amongst the, the broken glass that was our taillight and said... I feel kind of relief that the third thing's happened. And I was like, so do I. Because legal letter about the dog, police stopping me about insurance, now the car crash. I'm hoping that that's it. Um, yes, I think you're set. I think I'm, I'm November, I think I ticked off the list of shit mm-hmm. stuff. So I just think having a car crash is awful and horrible, but it could have been so much worse Everyone was fine. The guy's really nice. Also, I feel equipped to say, having spoken to a lot of insurance people over the past couple of weeks, for in terms of service, customer service, efficiency, niceness, Zurich. Oh. Then, unfortunately, not. They do my life insurance, but they don't do my car insurance. Uh, but Zurich are the one that I would recommend. Stay away from Direct Line. Direct Line didn't insure me and then I asked for them to send evidence that they'd told me they weren't going to insure me which they've not only failed to do but they've sent me a survey to ask how they've done and now they keep chasing me up to see if I want a car insurance quote what's your positive of the week um I have um signed up we have now getting a new car in January it is electric hybrid it's not a fully oh yeah yeah, um, and it will take me out of driving a car that everyone hates. The car that everybody loves to hate, I will no longer be driving, and I'm quite excited about. And are you doing this? You know, I find this confusing. So you speak to a car person, a garage. Who do you speak to? And you say, "I want a hybrid." So we, we so we're, we're going back to leasing because we always leased, and then when there was the problem, well, the reason we, why we got the Land Rover was because we had to panic buy a car because there was no cars. Problem, yeah. I remember. So we just phoned a leasing company and we say, so we went, we drove around some garages, we found the cars, the cars that we liked, and we shortlisted it, and then we phone a lease. Then you get on the website, the leasing company, and you just choose what model you want, and then it's like a mobile phone contract essentially. And then you give it back after the contract ends and you get another new one. It's like a mobile phone, but a car. Because that's the thing. We need a second car. But I think we should get an electric car. Because yeah. the difference in cost right now is phenomenal. So, but we'd never be able to afford one. But I'm like, do we just lease one? Like a, like Gemma Bray. 
Yeah, we would have gone full electric, but it's our only car, and I, I just still feel a little. Well, no, but or, or a hybrid. Psychological block about having a. No, 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 but do you know what I mean? Like a hybrid or a. Yeah. But then it's got to be automatic. So ours is automatic. Yeah. Oh yeah, really car sick and automatics. That's true, but um, yes, I'm quite excited about that. That's my. Yeah, favorite. that's exciting. Is that January. Yeah. What What car did you go for, Gemma? Um, it's. Okay, um, it's black. And <laughs> um, it's um, I called a Hyundai. Yeah, Santa Fe. Oh, my friend's got one of those. Don't tell me she doesn't like it. No, she loves it. Does she? Yeah, she's got four kids. Fits all the kids. Yeah, in. it's got seven seats. Yeah. So yeah, there we go. Oh, well, that's good. It's and good I'm going to sell, sell the Land Rover and keep the money because Tom and um. Mike's son, and that sounds awful. I, I don't quote, but he doesn't like social media or anything like that. So we respect his privacy. So Tom and Mike's son, we're going to use the money to buy them their first car because they're both 17. I know. Oh, their first car and the insurance, which is thousands and thousands and thousands. It's ridiculous, isn't it? Tom was like, I'll just have this, I'll have the Land Rover. I was like, no, mm. you're, you're, getting, you're getting a Fiesta, babe. Yeah, like, I won't be able to fit in a Fiesta. I was like, oh, we'll cut a hole in the roof. Yeah, <laughs> let's try. Like, have you even learned to drive if it's not in a Ford Fiesta? Yeah, Ford Fiesta or a Golf, apparently. That's what Mike said. Yeah, I loved my Golf. Yeah, I loved my Golf. Tom's like, I want a Capri, please, an old retro car. I'm like, no, no. we don't choose. I had a white Nissan Micra when I first passed. I've got them. a theory about Nissan Micras. Oh, I'm sorry to anyone I'm about to insult, but also I am true. I am right. So okay. sorry to an extent. If I drive behind a Nissan Micra or if I see one on the road, I immediately change the way I drive because people who drive Nissan Micras are terrible drivers. <laughs> well, when I got my Nissan Micra and I rocked up to my sixth form, this one girl went, yeah, that car sit, suits you. Like, I would have run her over. I'm, 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 I'm not sure if this is a compliment or not. I mean, I and the thing is, I was gutted because all of my friends had golfs or fiestas, right? And my dad basically was renting a fish and chip shop, and he got the he was renting out a bill like a shop, and he got the car in exchange for one month, like instead of one month's rent. So yeah. I had, I literally had no choice. It just arrived. I just had my mum's Peugeot three hundred six, which was great because it had it had a powerful engine which backfired because then when that got to, written off got written off because it was so old they couldn't repair it it done two hundred and forty five thousand miles um my dad unbeknownst to me had been timing how long it took for me to get from uni in nottingham to my house and then he my when he got me a replacement car which is very nice of him got me a peugeot 206 which could barely go up a hill. And I was like, thanks, thanks for that. Thanks for that. There's no power in this car. But it is Nissan Micros. If you look at them, they're always dinked. They've got bumps in them everywhere. They've just, they usually, if you overtake them, there's a terrified person behind the wheel. Um, so that's my theory. Everyone has biases in life, and I try very hard to... Uh, remove mine or acknowledge mine but this is 
this is one I don't care about. It's factually accurate. And if you drive a Nissan Micra and you're right now listening and you're like, oh, I'm so, it's so rude. It's not me. Hmm. Next time you get on the road, just have a little think about whether it is you. And so the woman who's just had a car crash. Yeah. We'll, we'll speak to you all next week. Say goodbye, Chippy. Bye.